Brothers and sisters. What up, what up, what up? Brothers and sisters, I don't know what this world is coming to. What's up, what up, what up, y'all? This is the Full Disclosure Show. You got myself, Derek Lamont Williams, the first. We got Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and the little lady of the house, Miss Lisa, Lisa Burnett. What's good with you, fam? Oh, man, it's good to, good to be back together. Good the gang is yeah. back. <laughs> Guess who's possessed? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, ha- uh, happy birthday to my man, Romy Rome. Romy Rome. Big 45. Happy birthday, man. It is Gemini season. Yes, it is. I got so many Gemini's. I gotta say happy birthday to Teresa Rose Blood. Happy birthday, baby girl. Today is her actual birthday. Oh, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, so, hey, and then all the other Gemini's I know, I gotta say happy birthday to Monica Gilliam, her birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. I I got so many people birthdays today. Mm -hmm. I got at least 10 people who birthdays are today? So happy birthday to everybody celebrating this Gemini. I guess Gemini's is representing, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah y'all, y'all parents was horny as hell nine months ago, huh? <laughs> hey man, real quick, I want to uh, send my condolences to homie that lost his life, Tim Long Short, cool ass brother that I knew. You know what I mean? Just laid back, one of them cats that just. You know what I mean? I knew him, but I didn't know him. I, I always seen him. You know, he was always out chilling, kicking it, buying drinks, and cool brother had great energy. And uh, you know, he lost his life just past week. Very sad situation. So, condolences to him and his family, man. It's such a tragic incident. You know, especially with everything that's going on. You know, people lose. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. But yeah, you know, so condolences, condolences to him, his family, and uh. Tell the people in your life you love them, because yeah. tomorrow is not promised. Definitely. We do not know when, when when the man upstairs go call you to the upper room. Hey man, that, that that's so true. That's yeah, so true. you know, you wake up, you you make plans. They say you want to make God laugh, make plans, right? That's so, it. So, so uh, condolences to his family. Yes, indeed, man. So. Uh, Without further ado, I'm having, I'm having a little technical difficulties now. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get into proceeds this evening. We're going to lead off with the social media post of the week, Dick Dashman. All right, and speaking of those uh, technical difficulties, those, those extend to me as well. Had a few things queued up that I wanted to just hammer right in. But you know what? Here we one, go. one monkey don't stop, no show. We're going to talk about Breonna Taylor. Now, for you... Not familiar, Beyonce Taylor. So Terry saying she got, uh, she was killed. She was gunned down by eight shots by police officers. Three police officers were serving a no-knock warrant, and they were at the wrong address. They were ten miles away from the address they should have been at. So they stormed in the house, and when they did that, they woke Brianna up and they woke her boyfriend up, Mr. Taylor. He got up, did what a man's supposed to do, protecting his family. So he bust some shots. He hit one of the officers in the leg. The officers returned 21 shots. And out of those 21 shots, eight hit Brianna. And she's gone. Brianna was uh, born in 93. She's 26 years old because uh, her birthday hasn't come up yet. She's 26 and these, years they old. were in the wrong house, right? They're, Definitely. They started running at the wrong, wrong, wrong house, 10 miles away. Once again, they were 10 miles away from the correct home. So they gunned down an innocent victim. Uh, so when uh, she was an EMT, 
she had two she had two jobs in addition to being an EMT. She also worked at the hospital. So this is when a young lady doing the right things, uh, going in the right direction. And uh, as I'm told, her and Mr. Taylor were really best friends, and they just kind of fell in love. Over time, he finally won her love, and she's like, you know. So these were this was a, a situation to where somebody said, "Hey, I'd do anything to keep you alive, no matter what." So um, what happened? Mr. Taylor was arrested and charged with attempted attempted murder because he shot a cop. Cop did recover, thank goodness. You know, this this is tragedy all the way around. The cop right. did recover, and. Uh, they were charging him with attempted, attempted murder. Well, then all the charge he he pled not guilty. All the charges were eventually dropped, and he was just released this week. What I didn't, what I didn't like to see, was that conservative media said cop killers released from jail without any type of context to what actually really happened in this particular situation. Now, what I did is I put together a chronology of other cop killings. Uh, one was a Mr. Garena in Tucson, Arizona, back in 2011. A cop served a warrant, wrong house, wrong information from a, a CI. He, he served uh, two, ter- two tours of duty for the United States, you know, as a, as a soldier, uh, decorated veteran. They came in and they killed him in front of his, his, his wife and his kid. And uh, in doing that, they did say he had a gun on him. That the warrant was because he was supposedly smuggling drugs to Mexico. No drugs, no nothing. Never, never even had a, a, a traffic ticket. And he was gunned down in front of his family. They paid them $3.4 million. But the Tucson, the police department, never pled guilty to any type of wrongdoing. Uh, there were several other cases in which I had lined out in which police had served warrants at the wrong addresses. And people had either killed or killed someone in Maryland. They served a uh, warrant to the wrong address, and a dad shot two of the cops because they came in. There's a no-knock warrant. He was watching TV. He didn't hear it. And they bust through the door. He shot him, and he felt really bad. But all the charges were luckily dropped on him. Um, there was another one. There was a, a Hispanic man. They, they, they served a warrant at the wrong house. They killed him. Uh, the guy that they didn't kill was white, but I don't think it had anything to do with his color. This one time, I think <laughs> maybe I'm being naive, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, they didn't charge him with anything. So uh, I just want to get y'all take on the idea of serving a no-knock warrant and having the wrong address and having the wrong information. And then two, in the instances of when someone's coming in your house and you return fire. What's your thoughts on Lisa? Should the people be charged, the cops be charged, or is it just an honest mistake? Um. Definitely the cops should be charged. Um, they should have some sort of recommend, uh, recommend for what they did because regardless of whether it was an accident or not, you know what I'm saying, you still, that's your job. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? And your job is very important. Your job is literally life or death. So. I feel that the police, that whole system, you know, they need to be, they need some sort of training because they're very incompetent. You know what I'm saying? So the whole system is very incompetent. And not all the police officers, but regardless of whether you are or not, the whole system just needs to be eradicated and just redone. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because time and time again, we see what happens. And the cops never get punished for what they do, whether it was this incident, incident like this, serving, going to the wrong house where you serve the Lord, yeah. or if it's a traffic stop and they get a black person, white yeah. person, whoever yeah. gets killed, they never are punished for that. And it and there's obvious incidences where the cop was in the wrong. So, but if you keep letting something go on, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna keep doing it. So it's obvious they're incompetent, and this family needs to fight. And it could have been a mistake, but if they're not being punished for these mistakes that they're making, then mistakes are just nothing to them. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna get in trouble, so I'm gonna be reckless in my job. Correct. So they're just incompetent. Incompetent, you know, so they just need to, they just. Do you think it goes up the chain though? Because as a police officer serving a warrant, were they the ones involved in the investigation or are they the foot soldiers? The whole, be the, the, the whole the chain of commands need the to DA, be. The DA, yeah. you know, whoever, whoever issued the warrant. Everybody, especially who issued the warrant. Why didn't they do investigate enough investigation to figure out who these people were and where they lived. Obviously, whoever was supposed to be investigating the case did not investigate thoroughly enough. So they definitely need to be fired, let go, and the whole nine, all of them. From that person up. Yeah, because at that point, are the cops that are serving the warrant, are they just the foot soldiers? That even to even arrest the man is beyond. <laughs> I can't comprehend that. How do you arrest the man because he shot the officer? You shouldn't have been there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So this man should not have been arrested at all. Like y'all should have been. I'm sorry. Y'all should have been doing what you need to do to correct the situation. But when you're not being told and, and taught that you're doing something wrong. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Now, we'll say in Maryland, the cops did not arrest the father who shot those two cops. It is it is, it is, is a difference in how certain demographics are treated. I, you, you can't. You, there's no way you can avoid that. Right. It, it just it is what it is. And I, I, I have to agree with you. I, to me, whoever, I forget, I don't know how the, uh, and somebody, you can type in the comments on how warrants are issued. But whoever issued that warrant should have had better information. I watch all these shows, yeah. and then they say, well, we want to go and we're going to do this. And these judges are hard. Well, you don't have enough evidence to do this. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like that happens <laughs> in cases when it comes to the things that we, we see it all the time. You know, But it, it, to me, it's just amazing that mm-hmm. it even gets to that point. How could you have such bad information that yeah. you're 10 miles away, 10 miles away from where you should have been? Whoever investigates the police force... They definitely have. They definitely have a job they need to get on and do. And I just, this is why it's hard to trust the police. This is why it's hard to trust the system. Because when you do make mistakes, you don't even make up for those mistakes. You don't even say I made a mistake. And remember, even in Tucson, Arizona, even though they paid the family, they never admitted to any wrongdoing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're going to have some people get on. And Derek, I want to get you to say, you're going to have some people get on and say, well, that's one out of how many? But that's a life that shouldn't have been, that shouldn't be gone. You went in the you went in the wrong house. How bad is the information that you get? 
you go in there, you go in there strap. You go in there like a like army tactics. You you go yeah. in there like you're military, paramilitary, mm-hmm. and you and have that, the wrong that's why, that's why you can't make a mistake in that situation. Talk, tell you me, cannot. Real, real quick. Sean Ray said, "Sean, Sean, what's up, Sean Ray? So much for protecting, serve, shaking my head." But you know what Chris Rock said? <laughs> if you a pilot, you can't. You you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the certain mistakes you just can't make. So if you are if you doing a, a search and seize and you got a warrant for a house, you better goddamn make sure right. it's the right house. You know what I mean? And then so they wrong on that level. And then from my understanding, they didn't even announce themselves as police. No, no, it's a no knock warrant. Okay, no knock warrant. It's a no knock okay. warrant. So I'm sorry, I should have mentioned that. In the situation, you did mention it. In the situation, even when them entering the premises, you know what I'm saying? I, I you know, they were just wrong all the way around. You know, so it's like you can't make a mistake. You can't go in somebody's house. You gotta have the right house. You gotta have the right address. I mean, you supposed to do, you know, you you supposed to sit back and watch. You supposed to have cats up doing, you know, some recon. Like, okay, I seen him leaving. He's here. You know what I mean? Like that's how it's supposed to work. You know, but it goes back to they protect some neighborhoods. They police others. You know what I mean? Say that so again. Say that protect, again. So we can hear that. They protect some neighborhoods. And they police others. So in a situation like that, you go back to the back to the crack epidemic when they were going to people's houses that had nothing to do with nothing. You know what I mean? They were just coming in your house if they heard if somebody said anything and it's and and it, oh we got the wrong one. Oh sorry, no crack here. Oh sorry, we kicked your whole front fucking door down. Sorry, we took the the big tank and ran your whole front of your house open. You know what I mean? Oh no, you know. So you can't make mistakes like that. You can't. And, I should, I and should then mention, a woman dies? I should mention, there was no drugs or any paraphernalia of anything found in Breonna Taylor's house. Now, we shouldn't even have to say that. Best believe if, they, if it was a crumb of weed, they was going to announce it. But, oh, we found a strand of marijuana. But you know they're good pillow. to pull up. Oh, yeah, he was charged with selling marijuana yeah, in back 19, in 1997. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, wasn't he five? <laughs> but yeah, he's with his father. His father's a well-known crack dealer. Terry Sanders said, police oftentimes lie in order to obtain a warrant. An unexpected intrusion into my home will definitely result in a shooting. Uh, he went on to say, the person issuing the warrant should bear a part in the responsibility. And that's what I feel, too. Because yeah. the cop yeah. is just doing yeah. what he told. He's a foot soldier. Uh, they should be banned, period. Remember, the little girl shot in the head in her sleep and her grandmother was blamed. Yeah, that was, uh, they were filming cops, I think. That was in Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Mauricio said, a no-knock warrant cannot excuse people of power from not using checks and balances. Check your paperwork, make a call. That's true. Do do some due diligence. Is it? Is it only due diligence done in certain areas? Is, is, that, is that what you're saying? I think, that's, I think, I think we can't we can't lose the sight of the fact this young woman lost her life in this incident. Horribly. You know what I mean? And and it's the thing is so scary about it because that could be any one of us. You know what I mean? Like you sitting at home chilling, watching TV, and next thing you know, police come busting in your door, got the wrong address. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You go if you got a pistol, you go, well, what the hell? I hear somebody about them John. Exactly. I just get ready to say this sounds a lot like that situation. Mm-hmm. You know. Where Amber Geiger just bust into his house and. He's chilling. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm chilling in my drawers. I'm chilling in my drawers in my house. Why am I dead? Yeah. Yeah. We live in a horrible society, you do. 
And this is why I'm saying, like, if you're not being punished for things that you're not doing, that you're doing wrong, and, you, and I'm sorry, these people, once the deed is done, you know it's wrong. So you don't have to be told that it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? So again and again, if I'm not being punished for something that's wrong and I know it's wrong, why am I going to not do it? I love if to hear from some law enforcement. Yeah. If I can get over on you, then I, that's what the hell I'm going to do, get over on you. And I think that's what it is. I think that they're scared of people with money. Like They're not going to serve a no-knock warrant at Warren Buffett house. Right. At Bill Gates They're going to make sure they you got the right sure address. The eyes and teeth that we're going in, we're doing this. And, you know, why is it? And why? I remember they served a warrant for, uh, is her name Kareem Gates? The one she that was had, a yeah. citizen. She, she was a I don't know citizen. if they even served a warrant. They, yeah. just wouldn't, they, they just, wouldn't start busting on her. Yeah. And shot her five-year-old son and killed yeah. her. You know, I mean, this, this stuff, this is not anything new in our community. And it's like, what Derek say, they protect certain communities and they police others. I love that There's a uh, documentary on Netflix. I think it's called The Survivor's Guide to Prison. And they go into a lot of the, the laws. It's a very good documentary. And they talk about how a lot of society doesn't feel that the police can do no wrong in their minds. You know what I mean? Like they see these videos. And, you know, those ones like, well, we got to see the rest of the evidence first. You know, because they don't believe. And, and even if the police do do wrong, like they can't. It's all in the cause of duty. You know what I mean? Like, they don't believe that these prosecutors can be incompetent, that these uh, judges can be incompetent. Like, they don't, they don't, they can't fathom it because these are the people that's in charge. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just real deep. Like, they, these people get in these positions not because they're smart, it's because, you know, they get into it how they get into it and they fuck up constantly. And they don't spend as much time, like you said, in a rich neighborhood, best believe all the eyes is crossed, the eyes is dotted, the T's is crossed, everything is going to be where it's supposed to be, where they just like, oh, uh, we got oh. the, you know, the, the dudes down the street looking like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they going in their house, they, you know, let me get my shit and get out of here. They're going to be in trouble. Mauricio Wilson went on to say, how about the young lady shot through her window while playing video games with the with the kid? Shaking my head. I don't think that the cop saw any loss of pay. That was horrible. That was murder. Yeah. When the guy yeah. called because the door was open or something. He was actually concerned. Yeah. Her neighbor was actually concerned yeah. about her because, mm. you know, she's a good person. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I'm concerned. Now he's, the neighbor is like, I should have just went over and checked. But see, that's that's just, it's yeah. part of a larger society. We don't. It's not neighborhoods anymore. Right. We just we. I, I don't not honestly feel like it wasn't never really so much about the neighborhoods because if you was in that neighborhood, you was whether you were black or white, you were going to be subjugated to the stigma that they have for you. There's such a dismissive attitude with certain groups of people, certain neighborhoods, and when you have a dismissive attitude towards people. You treat them less than you look down on them. I agree. You know what I'm saying? And we see it all the time. What happens is that you know what I'm saying those people, they just, they just there. And you just look at them like they're nothing. Man, that's crazy. If you just uh, tuning in to us, we talking about uh, Breonna Taylor, uh, how she was shot eight times back in March 13th, and how her fiance is now released. All charges dropped because he returned fire to the cops. It was a no knock warrant. They were at the wrong house, 10 miles away from the right house. Right. Like, can we just, 10 miles away? 
and uh, and look, I want to and I want to speak on something real quick. Now I don't know if this is true. You know, this is just you know me. This is me talking, but I just hope that as this man is being released, that he does not face further uh, complications or further uh, uh, anything from police afterwards. Because he shot a cop. You know how the mentality is. He shot a cop. Oh, oh, this dude. You know what I mean? We got like that mentality. And don't act like police don't have that mentality. Because I've seen it. You know what I mean? So it's like. Right. It's just like when you. They do it on their own. When you. You've seen uh, instances where cops have come forward. In that same documentary that I just watched, there was a police officer who got information. That this guy was in prison for 18 years or 20, however many years, and he didn't do it. So he took this information to his people. So he's just a cop. And the cop that did the arresting officer like, nah, bro, he did it. You know what I mean? He did it. Nah. You know, and, and they, they didn't care. They didn't care. They didn't, they didn't give care a about fuck justice. About the information, yeah. the evidence. They didn't care. They, they wanted, wanted their collar to stick. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So as long as they got that mentality... You know, this guy being released, I just hope nothing happened to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all tapped into the full disclosure show. I'm Dagna Mont Williams the first. We got Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, Miss Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. We back in the studio once again. <laughs> Please give us your comments. Call us, man. 330-578-4230. We love to hear your opinion. We're gonna go ahead and slide in uh to uh Miss Lisa Lisa. Yeah, so I am going to just, I want to be talking about um, the stigma around provocative dressing. So, coming from a woman's perspective. Just because I'm dressed this way. <laughs> coming from a woman's perspective. Not. I'm talking about. I dress up like a cop, don't call me an officer. <laughs> having your cleavage out, you know what I'm saying? Having your booty butt cheeks hanging out, you know. I feel like when. People see women with cleavage, they just automatically assume, not all men, but, you know, people just automatically assume that that woman is looking for something, she wants some attention, she's (laughs) promiscuous, you know, and, like, sometimes I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place, so to speak, because, (laughs) because... I get tired of seeing Nicki Minaj and and Megan Thee Stallion. I get tired of seeing them all the time with they ass hanging out and they titties hanging out. But like, if I see somebody with a dress or and they boobs is hanging out a little bit, cleavage. If I like the dress, then if I think they look nice, then they look nice. So I mean, like, I can't see. I would. I can't find myself walking around wearing something where my ass is hanging out, you know, but I might wear a shirt and I got some cleavage hanging out. It was a couple episodes ago where somebody was highly offended because <laughs> I had some cleavage hanging out, you know, so, and I kind of thought it was funny. Because, I mean, it wasn't Hold that on, serious. Lisa, real quick. Sean Reyes called, uh, uh, it's called the guide to some prison survival, I believe. Is the, I'll get to a t- exact title. I'll put it in the comments. Yeah, Sean was asking. Can you, yeah, can you go ahead. Name of that documentary. So I just think that it's a lot of controversy around women 
who wear their breast out or situate their body parts and also men who sad like I personally don't want to see no man's draws especially when they be all dirty and stained up and got holes in them and everything so that's how I feel about the sagging you know and I just think that sometimes it can go overboard and sometimes people just be so extra mm. with it because I mean like if I wear something and it's showing off my figure or form-fitting, like, I'm I, I'm not doing it because I necessarily want attention. I'm doing it because I like the way the dress looks, and I put it on, and I like the way it looks on me. <laughs> so that's just what it is. So I just want to get you guys' thoughts on that. Well, I'm just going to say... Hold on, we got a couple comments real quick, Rich. Michael A. Peoples, what's up, man? For Thanks for joining us. He said, a little cleavage is fine, but showing 99.9% of your dresses hell <laughs> to the law. And Terry Sanders said, I would love to walk around with my testicles hanging out. Amen to that, brother. Would you see me tri- Would you see me as trifling, or should I be free to express myself as I see fit? And Michael Peoples went on to say... A man who says a man who says should automatically disqualify from getting a woman's number. Pop <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Bubboy Carl said free ball. Because <laughs> I'm free. the dust. Hey man. Hey man. <laughs> commando, ain't no role going commando, man. Every now and then. I'm sorry, man. I'm about to age now. I'm like, let me go hang out. <laughs> I can control when this and that happens, so you know it's good. But as far as when you mention like Nicki Minaj and them, you know, and Megan Thee Stallion, I'm okay with them doing whatever they're doing because that's that's their entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't take that as every single every single day thing. You know, that's they're entertainers, and it's very entertaining to me to see Megan Thee Stallion's <laughs> ass. So, man, don't you stop doing what you're doing. I, I was against her when I heard her lyrics. Like, oh, she's so vulgar. They're like, oh no, I love Meg. It's my kids, right? So they showed me a video of her. And I'm like, I don't know what her knees are made out of. They titanium or whatever. But I love you, man. So uh, me, I, I, I don't care. And and someone to even get on you, you're not one of those type of people who are overly doing something. But sometimes maybe that's an insecurity within that person. You know, we as men sometimes like well, right now I got my Corona weight on. I'm 12 pounds heavier than I was before this Corona started. So I'm looking like a big old fat bulldog right now, right? But I wear a tight shirt every now and then. You know, I want to show, I've been working out in the gym. I'm going to show you what I got going on. So I think it's 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 a limit to certain things. You mentioned the guy sagging. Now, I find, I'm offended by that. I don't understand why a man will wear his pants hanging off his butt and showing his underwear. To me, it's just, that that's offensive to me. But mm-hmm. then again, if that's, that man's cold, that, that's, that's his statement, it's not really up to me to decide how he how he does. And I will say, I think a certain age is attached to certain things. Yeah. When when women are younger, of course you're gonna show more because hell, you got the body. You ain't got no body weight, no stretch marks, no this. So show it. Have a good time with it. And then us as men, we know that they're younger. You know, yeah, it's nice, but you ain't gonna be like, oh, too much. You know what I mean? Let them do that. But if you're 50 or 60 years old, you you have to have certain decorum about yourself that you don't need to present yourself in those ways. That's not to say it's bad for them to present themselves in that way, but it's not an all-the-time thing. And don't be surprised when people approach you the wrong way. Just saying. 
This, right. this is just real life. This is just real life. I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. And young man, you wearing your pants sagging, I look at you, I instantly think you're young. What bothers me, if I see somebody 35 and up wearing their pants, come on. <laughs> you're a grown man. That's a, To me, that said you have no ambition. You ain't in the NBA. You ain't you ain't making buckets. You ain't throwing the football. You, unless you're independently wealthy, you got your own business because it is people out here who do things on their own. Mm-hmm. You sending the wrong message to me. If, I, I'm surprised at women that deal with that. If women control a lot, yeah. If y'all decided, if you ain't looking a certain way, you ain't getting nothing, and all women just mm-hmm. decide to put it on lock, clink, clink. That ain't in the moral. I don't think it's just one way provocative, because it's it, that's such a it's such a ambiguous see, term. That, that's the thing like, I was about to go. I'm gonna read this comment. I want to uh, I want to piggyback because that's where I was at right mm-hmm. there. Uh, Michael Michael A. People said Sachs, Sean Del Rey, her milkshakes bringing all the boys to the yard. <laughs> Patrick Bubbleway Cole said, especially guys our age still sagging. Chrome Ball Bone said, Oh my God, how long are these guys going to sag? I don't. Enjoy seeing another man's underwear. It's messing up my honey pack. <laughs> Keep that 100. Mauricio said, is it really okay to separate the two entertainers versus average Joe or Jane? They are trendsenders looking at the big girl yeah. with her uh, ch- checks out at the Lakers game. That's going to be a real thing. Soon, wait and see. I want to touch on that too, but real yeah. quick. You want to touch it, on? You want to touch on his own? Well, real is that quick. What I just heard. <laughs> it's like it's one of the things like when you you, you when you, you know it when you see it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you, you I can see a picture of a naked woman, and it's done in a way where it's classy. It's you know it's the human body. It's a naked body. Nothing should be wrong with that. You know what I mean? And then you could take a picture with you. You, you know what I'm saying? Like your legs gapped up over your head. You know, you just you just know it when you see it. Like you, you artistic it, versus smut. Right. I mean, it's right. like and, and, it, and it is sometimes to what a person's belief system is. Like they don't want to. You know, if you if you raise a certain way, if you see any cleavage, you know what I mean? It's all oh, that's disrespectful. That's that. But to the average, like if a woman wearing a dress and they got to slit up the middle, mm-hmm. and you see the leg, like it's sexy. You know what I mean? Okay, but if it's like see through and everything's everything, you know, okay, you're going to, you, like you said, it's about, you got to understand that there's going to be repercussions that come with wearing that. You know what I mean? And and so, to, to, to touch on that, you see a lot, a lot of these girls, I go down Instagram all day and all these aspiring artists feel like they have to take right. off less and less clothes to be, to be popular because what's, what's, what's being out there is, Ass, 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 ass. So I got to show my ass. I got to because if I don't show my ass, I'm not going to get no likes. I'm not going to get you know, streams. I'm not going to get whatever. So it's a lot of pressure on women to, if you got it, to show it. And if you know, if you you, you can't be putting the, the, the Muslim hat on and covering everything up, cats don't want to see it. They want to see what you got. You know, it don't matter how you sign. I don't care. What, you know, show yeah. me what you got. Drive. So, and, and they are establishing the playing field. Like, you go back to the 90s when you had Lauryn Hill, you had SWV, and you had Escape. You know, they wasn't naked at all at TLC. But they was talented, and they sold records, and and not not, not. So you don't have to. You know, I I, I don't have no problem. Like you said, I don't have no problem with Magnus Stallion 
if this is what you want to do. But I don't want, I would hate for women to feel like they have yeah, to. And that's, I you do I mean? feel like because entertainers, because our society is ran a lot by entertainment. Mm -hmm. So we get our, we get yeah. our ideas, we get our codes, what have you, so much from entertainment. Yeah. So if we keep seeing these entertainers, being dressing like that and acting in a certain manner, mm -hmm. that's how we're gonna act. I mean, it we're here be now. That way, but we're here now. And we see how people act, and they act. And a video will happen, mm -hmm. and there'll be somebody, and next thing you know, it'll be trending. Everybody will be doing it. Yeah. I think Meg Thee Stallion is a really beautiful girl. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I just think that. If she would put some clothes on sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying, like, she can't have some cleavage out or she can't never dress like that, you know or, what I'm saying? But that's her. Like, every time you see her, she never has no clothes on. I ain't going to say every time, but that's just who she is. I'm like, tired of seeing your ass. That's the Nicki Minaj. You know what a, a phrase a man will never say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick and tired of your ass. And I think Stop a twerking. prime example of... Artists back in the day that were sexy and didn't flaunt everything, I think Aaliyah did it perfect. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she had that perfect balance. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just. You know when you see it. Like so, Crawford said, Crow did anybody say Lil Tim Campbell? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I would say Prince was up on stage with his booty cheeks out. Oh, I ain't never bought them. I ain't bought them pants. I don't think I'm on though. Risha <laughs> Wilson said, I would love to see that, but. Her generation is not about that life. And then uh, Michael A. People went on to say, not to mention women like Queen Latifah, Moni Love, mm -hmm. and MC Light didn't show a whole lot of skin when they came out. And they did their thing. Mm -hmm. That's true. And what, and what, what you see, and I can say what you see is happening is you see the pressure being pushed toward that realm and not having the balance. It's cool, you know, you want to do your thing, but, you know, it's like, like with sports, you know, a, a guy comes out and he still, he signs a $30 million contract. Now everybody looking at him, you know what I'm saying? This is what he, everybody want what he got. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, she, they set the bar. And so this is what these artists are setting the bar for what is, what is popular, but then it is, is, is demand, is supply and demand. Supply is the chicken, is it the chicken comes first, what is it, egg or the chicken? chicken, or chicken, or chicken. Is, it, yeah. is it because we want it that they give it to us? Or it's because they've given it to us and we want it. You know yeah. what I mean? I Sean Ray said something. He said LL Cool J, who used to wear his shirt off all the time. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you want to use this one, Sean. Run DLC, Allen Iverson, Kid Play, all these people were are trendsetters. Folks started imitating what they were wearing. Go mm -hmm. ahead. He's right. I uh -oh. think that um, me and you had a discussion the other day and we were talking about, you know, if I was to ever be in a movie or be an actress or something, mm -hmm. I feel as if the Hollywood would stereotype me and they would stereotype me based off my physique. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They would have me be in stripper roles or ghetto or, you know what I'm saying? Uh -uh, just, <laughs> just real, just somebody that, that's not me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it will all just be based off my looks. And I feel that because they stereotype us or because they'll put you in that category, this is why we have to start building our own lane. You know, this is why we have to start doing our own thing and become an independent 
I think we should become independent. If you want to be an actress, if you want to be a singer, if you want to be a writer, whatever, I feel like you need to do that independently because not everybody, but if you feel as if they would stereotype you or make you do some things that it's not you, mm -hmm. then step out independently and, and build your own brand. Well, what if I say conversely, what about the people who say they grabbing their own sexuality? Now it's not like the record labels are pushing it. These these people have their own platforms. Mm -hmm. Record labels used to just everything was controlled by other people. Like I even get upset when people talk about, oh you your Instagram model. <laughs> what if they took Instagram yeah. away? No. Now people are telling you what I want to see. Right, right, We're right. the judge of beauty. Before you had people sitting in the room that told you it was beautiful. And they told you, you need to do this, you need to do that. Now, if these women are exploiting themselves, they're exploiting themselves to their own benefit, not sometimes, their own detriment. Sometimes, yes, a person does express, that's how they express their sexuality and they're into that sec your sex their sexuality. You know what I'm saying? And that's a whole different discussion, you know. But I feel like they're putting sex sales. So that's, the, that's what they're... You know what I'm saying? Sex, 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 sex. They use a sex to sell going to well, church. Well, now. I, they use I sex mean, to sell baby, baby she, clothes. To, to your point too. To the, oh, you got a comment? Yeah, uh, Go Mauricio was piggybacking off what you said. Mauricio also said Robert Thompson did a movie just on that point called Hollywood Shuffle, uh -huh. where they they tell yeah. you how to act like something. Patrick Buckboy Cole said, "I've said it for years. If female MCs really want respect in the rap game, chill with the freaky persona." And up your skills. And see, and that's the, what I was going to get ready to make because it, 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 the appetite of the public is, is what, what, a lot of times what dictates what's popular and what is not. Mm -hmm. if, I ha if you have women who are just, and I see them all the time, you know, who are have platforms about who they are and writing books and doing, you know what I mean, and, and just being a woman and, and, and not having to bow down to the pressure because you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it that way. Correct. You don't have to. And and for us, we need to support the women that aren't doing it that way. You know what I mean? Like, if a woman is is, is carrying herself in such a way, you know, like, look, give her, give her the love anyway. You know what I mean? And not, you know, not, it's like, you know, I, I, I'm just bombarded with, you know, it's so, it's so much overkill. It's like, it's so, everybody's naked. And it's driving, you know what I mean? Like, like what's that day? Chappelle said, the, 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 you know, pussy is plummeted on the NASDAQ. You know what I mean? It's just like, it just doesn't have the same, I mean, if everybody's naked, you, you give me something different. Give me something, give me something different. I've seen titties before. Yeah, you know what I mean? Ain't no different. They are wonderful, though. <laughs> Thank you, God, for me. Y'all tapped in to the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first Barbara Rich Green, Dick Dashley. And Lisa, Lisa, the little lady of the house, thank y'all for your comments and everything. Uh, uh, we were talking about, uh, uh, what we were talking about, the display of clothing, the, the, the lack of clothing, and that women are feeling pressure to <laughs> I'm sorry, Terry said this, Derek. I'm sorry, everybody. Right, left, yeah, what you, she said, I love me some cleavage. Yeah, yes, indeed. <laughs> And you know, you know, it's funny when women do the videos and they try to play it off. They show you the clean. Yeah, yeah. They say, well, look at my, look at my mess that I'm pouring yeah, right yeah. here. 
I'm lactose intolerant. I drink that whole. And I'm, I'm looking at the video like, nah, you know that you want me to see these. Wait, real talk. You, you, Derek, you got a whole routine about this, and it's the funniest <laughs> yeah, shit yeah, ever. Yeah. Y'all gotta check out my man. We, we, we gotta get him on tour, bro. It's going they down. It. They gotta see it, man. It's going he down. Got, he has a whole routine about this and this in general. <laughs> hey, man, you know, titties are, have an amazing effect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, wait, Mauricio Wilson said, I would never get upset about a nice titty. Um, <laughs> side booby. <laughs> Boy, side booby got me through high school. <laughs> Why the teacher always calling me after I they know you've been concentrating on it. Like, would you cut to the huh? <laughs> cut to the board, huh? Let me carry all my books with me. <laughs> How am I gonna get this down before I stand up? You tap in to the full disclosure <laughs> show. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dazzle, Lisa Lee uh, Lisa Lisa, the little lady at house and myself, Derek and my whims. We're gonna go ahead and slide into uh this next topic, man. As many of y'all know, my man uh had the unmitigated gall, Joe Biden, as, as Stephen A. Smith. The, the unmitigated, unmitigated gall. And we're going to try to pull this clip up real quick. You got it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to cue it up, man. I'm going I'm to hook up to this Bluetooth real quick. There we go. Uh, <laughs> we're going to share the clip. It's, it's, while we're waiting on that, Joe Biden did an interview with Charlemagne the guy on The Breakfast Club. Oh, is it on Charlemagne's? Uh, it's JBL Extreme, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, he did. He we're gonna we're gonna try to play this clip real quick. All right, he, I'm about to do it. All right, we're gonna hear probably uh, three seconds of a commercial. Sorry about this, y'all. While we wait for that, I want to say make sure y'all go out and check my website out. I just made battery bank for an unboxing. Let's check this thing out and see what we got inside. This thing. You know, Vice President Biden, I've read some of your black agenda and you say that you would decriminalize marijuana. What's the difference between legalizing it and decriminalizing? Because they're trying to find out whether or not there is any impact on the use of marijuana, not in leading you to other drugs, but what it affects, does it affect long-term development of the brain? And we should wait till the studies are done. I think science matters. I think we got decades, I think we got decades and decades of studies from actual weed smokers though yeah i do i know a lot of weed smokers <laughs> i want to ask you about your, your, your running mate um i don't know if you saw well i saw the day that a news report broke that uh amy klobuchar was being vetted and a lot of people on social media they're not too happy about that and um it's because they want your running mate to be a black woman i don't know if you saw the op-ed in the washington post by some of the leading black women voices in this country. And they feel since black women are such a loyal voting block and black people saved your political life in the primaries this year. They have things they want from you. And one of them is a black woman running mate. What, what do you say to them? What I say to them is that I'm not acknowledging anybody who is being considered, but I guarantee you there are multiple black women being considered. Multiple. Baby, right, baby. Well, you know, Thank you so much. That's really our time. I apologize. You can't do that to black media. You I can't do that to white media and black media because my wife has to go on at six o'clock. Okay. Oh, uh oh, I'm in trouble. Listen, you got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I a, will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more okay. questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. Oh. 
Whoa. I want something now, for my community. I would love to see Take you. Take a look at my record, man. I extended the voting racks 25 years. I have a record that is second to none. The NAACP. We're going back to community. that. I would love to see you. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. It don't have no. So, so you heard, you heard that. Basically, what he said, he basically what he said. I wish a nigga would. <laughs> That's basically what he said. You know what I'm saying? And you know, so that's caused a, a lot of uh, back and forth on social media. You hearing people, you know, to be in seriousness to say how you know they take the black vote for granted. You know, Democrats have years have taken the black vote for granted, and pretty much he's figuring that you know, we're, we're, you know, if you don't, if you black. If you black, you go vote for me. You know what I mean? You know I hang out with Obama. You know me and Obama kicks it on the weekend. He had my baby's uh, cookout. You know what I mean? So uh, we're going to just get, get y'all take on that right there. What, what, what do you think about the, 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 the context of the comments, the comments? Hey, before Lisa makes her comments, Mauricio said, side note, can we stop quoting Stephen A. Smith? He plays both sides of the coin. <laughs> okay, Lisa. <laughs> um... Well, I kind of got a little tickle on a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I got to cue that up again while you're doing it. <laughs> I got tickle peek, so, you know. Um, secondly, I, I just think that if we don't see nothing else, we need to see how important we are in this society, in this world, because these, these uh, candidates, they be reaching for the black vote. Say that. They be going. I know a lot going. of people that smoke weed. You know what I mean? Right. That's like, you know That's how they're trying to count. I got hot sauce in my bag. Right. And they're always trying to appeal to the black community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, whatever her name is, Mrs. Clinton or what, what the fuck is her name? Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton yeah. She says, the, I got hot sauce in my bag. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, yeah. I don't even need hot sauce. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they just always seem, they always. Feel like they have to appeal to the black community so that just shows you how important that we are as a community as a group as a whole so if we don't see nothing else and we're not learning nothing else we need to uh, come together and do what needs to be done because if apparently we are very powerful mm-hmm. and this man is a fool and I do want to say this too because you know the interview was you know, with Charlemagne the God Breakfast Club interview, and if you're a fan of the Breakfast Club like myself, I is you know that a lot of it is a, is a more of a disarming uh, environment than say CNN or something like that. So you can see in his mannerisms that he was being laid back and he was being in such a way. But at the same time, you a politician, you have to understand that when you make a comment like that. You know, that's like not to stick off my shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, I might be tr- want to vote for you, and I'm trying to mark the box, and I'm like, ah, nah, this motherfucker, I can't even do it. Cause you didn't dare me. You didn't call me out. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't black because I don't vote for you. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Like, so I think because that, he was what? Uh, uh, he was Obama's homeboy. 
Yeah, that's, he that's, just feels like he just automatically he, he automatically in. He you know what I'm saying? It. He the white boy that hang out with black people, so he feels like he can just go anywhere and say, nigga, nigga this and nigga that, nigga this and nigga that. Like, that's his, that's how I see him. That's his mentality. <laughs> hey, well, it's my turn. I got to play it one more game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I would just pick it up from exactly that spot. We got to just do it. Question, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black, it don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I. <laughs> I don't know why oh. that's so funny to me, man. I mean, that's, that's did so you see the video you. where he was at the what was it? The council? What was it? Public Enemy? Was that him? Mm-mm. No, I don't that wasn't him. No, that was Bernie. That was Bernie. Okay, yeah. The, yeah, these these politicians just be doing the hey, most you got some more for the for the black down. vote. All right, Crawford said, you, you, you need to put some respect on my name. Crawford went on to say, uh, not all black people keep hot sauce with them. <laughs> Patrick, my boy, I do. Patrick, my boy, God, said, I think that Biden played himself by making that statement. Couldn't stand on any issue, so you make it, uh, a desperate attempt to try to relate to black folks saying that stupid shit. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? All right, let me, let me just chime in on all seriousness. Um, I've always said Republicans hate you, Democrats don't like you, but Democrats need your vote, so they try to appeal to you. And what I did like what Charlemagne did is he really pressured him on really, truly, what is your agenda to right these wrongs that's been done? Now, when we talk about systemic racism, we talk about systemic oppression in the United States, people get like that uh, glazed overlooked, but it doesn't take too much legislation or too much time to look back at legislation that's put together that was put together to stop you as a black person. Let me just give you some real quick things. After 1865 came the Ku Klux Klan, came the federal prison system. Then you had the Jim Crow area. Then you had uh, era. Then you had the black codes. Then you had redlining. Then you had civil rights violations. Then you have people who, who talk about things like affirmative action, which never happened. Uh, the truth of the matter is this. Anything that we've done to progress as black people has been bastardized and hijacked by other people. When you talk about civil rights now, that's a gay issue. Uh, or they talk about minorities. I don't know what a minority is, but I know what a black person is. And I know it's a big argument. Should we call ourselves black, African-American, Afro-American? Should we call ourselves Native Americans? Should we be Hebrew Israelites? I get that, and I'm not disrespecting any of y'all. But what I'm saying is everybody has hijacked your movement they didn't go pick up gay people in droves and say, come over here and pick this cotton. They didn't go pick up white women in droves and say, go pick this cotton. They, they, they didn't subjugate anybody else to these forms of racism and extreme torture over, over the years based on their sexuality or them being a, a, a female. But they did dehumanize you for having a certain skin tone because that, that was the biggest injustice. So... When Charlemagne was pressuring him on what are you going to do to right these wrongs, mm-hmm. that's where this kind of came out of. It was born out of a frustration like, oh, I got a few answers, but I don't have all the answers. And the truth, nobody will have all the answers, but we do have to adjust what was going on. And you sit here, you say you don't got a trillion dollars. You see that they just passed the stimulus in which businesses got more money than the regular people. And now they're talking about doing a, an extra $600 for an unemployment per week. And you have certain conservatives going up in arms about that. So 
I mean, who do you think that's hurt by all of these measures and all of these things that are moved and, and, and done in this way? It's people of color. And, and more importantly, it's black folk. Other people just kind of swept in there because we like to say black and brown because we're so inclusive. But mm. nobody nobody has been done as, as, as bad as you black people. And I, I commend Charlemagne to God. I'm not always a Charlemagne to God fan. But in this, he elicited that that reaction because he dug deep into what are you really doing i'm not going to let you come in here and gloss over i'm not going to let you come yeah. with, I'm, I'm at the cookout i'm not going to cheese and, and he, 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 he shot a job with you and and that's what and, and then i applaud him even more when people were trying to back him in a corner to have him say something that was detrimental to joe biden this is always the reaction that we get as as black folks when we have a serious discussion of righting the wrongs that were done to us in this country First thing you get is, I got black friends. Well, I'm not racist because, of a, but you still benefit from all of the things that this country was set up underneath and done to us. And you know what? You know who has the worst memory of America? It's us. We need to constantly remind them of what's going on. You know, when you talk to Jewish people, they talk about the Holocaust. Well, you don't know a million black lives were lost during the Holocaust as well. And then nobody talks about King Leopold and the way he did the Congo, the butcher of the Congo. It's, it's things that have been done to you and have been unjust to you as a black person. Hell, we started this whole show off talking about Brianna mm -hmm. and how she was just killed and the fact that they don't go ahead and they don't do their research when they do warrants in black neighborhoods because you're just collateral damage. So this was just more out of frustration. I'm not saying I necessarily give him a pass for it, but where's the lie? So you gonna go out I mean, but the thing we, we're not all monolithic, though. We you know, not monolithic. black, black. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own different interests, their own, just like everybody else. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, could we if we could all get together on a platform? That would be that would be beautiful. But that's just not how it is. You have black folks that are multimillionaires that their interests are different than mine. Period. Point blank. You know what I mean? So, like, and people are going to vote toward their interests, whether they admit to it or not. So, you know, you can't, and, and by the way, well, I'm not Trump, so, you know what I mean, I'm, I, you know, you're going to vote, I'm, at least I'm not Trump. You know, that, that's not good enough, no, you know what I mean? Good. That's not good enough, because you just ain't Trump. You know what I mean? You got, it got to be, you got, it got to be more to it than that. You know, and that's what one thing when you talk about Charlemagne was trying to get into the meats of, of what do you have to, what are you offering? Nah, you can't just say, well, I'm not Trump. That's not going to cut it. Hey, you know uh, Shazana Staples said, Biden is a politician exercising his white privilege. Anybody is better than Trump and Pence in their cronies. Mauricio Wilson said he retraced the next he, he retracted the next morning, but it falls in line with ask for forgiveness later versus permission. Why should it even come to that? It it played I'm sorry, I'm getting a call in, I'm sorry. Uh, it played I'm sorry, it uh played it on being a cavalier and was uh, his strategy going in. Uh, Shondell Ray said, if Biden gets in, it will be from default because folks hate Trump so much. Neither gives a damn about us and the evangelicals and hypocrites because both are racist. One, hold on, sorry. One supports gays and lesbians. We won't even get into abortion and other issues. Trezana Staples went on to say, we as a people are too forgiving because of religion, in my opinion. All, it, it, everybody who says something actually yeah. had a valid point. And you know, it's like it's almost like a lawyer, you know what I'm saying, when you watch they say something and they know that it is gonna get uh, objected to and they know that the judge is gonna 
strike, strike it. But they know that the jury heard it. It's in the cycle. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They know that the jury heard it. And that's kind of like what, that's basically what he did. You know, yeah, I said what I said. And yeah, I'm apologizing today. And, you know, I shouldn't have said it, but y'all heard, you know what I'm saying? And y'all, y'all know it's me. true, too. Y'all heard me. Like, that's so, how that's... I'm going to tell, tell you how strong this white downness is. My mother, for the last few elections, has voted Republican. She voted for Bush. She thought that President Obama was the Antichrist, because that's how they sold him. They said this man was the Antichrist. And this, if you go back on YouTube, his videos saying that he's the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And, it, and then Trump is the savior. People are brainwashed, you know. I, and I consider you my don't mother say. one of the smartest women I've ever met in my entire life. However, when you when you talk about this stuff, politics and religion is is, is very much the, the the bird of the same feather. They're, they're the same thing, two sides of the same coin. And when you when you go, you're talking to your the person that you work with and you see at your job, and you're saying, "How could you support Trump?" Because he said Nazis are good people. He I mean, everything he does seems to be detrimental to black folk. Then they say, well, he funded the, he, he funded HBCUs. He gave money to the NAACP. What did Obama do? Well, if you really look at it, when Obama got elected in 2008, there was a midterm election. In the midterm elections, we didn't come out and force the midterm elections, and we didn't remove those people from the Senate that really controlled what was law and what was, what was not. And that's the first term. And the second term, he should have been executive decision his ass off. I, I, I have to say that. But you have to come out and do your part as well. Don't just think because you put somebody a figurehead in something that all of a sudden magically all your answers are going to be done. We need to be doing something as a grassroots. I hate when I see these memes and things that show uh, Puffy or, or Jay-Z in the picture, a billion dollars in the pictures, no banks, no this, no that. They're fucking entertainers. They're not here to save you. you got to save yourself. And then we start that and then we attach their names to it. But I ain't going to even get into that. We have a... Uh, no, we have any, uh, Yeah, you tapped into the full disclosure show. Dangling my wigs at first. Baba Chris Green, Dick Dashley, Miss Lisa, Lisa, the little lady of the house. We want to thank everybody, man, for your comments and, and, uh, and your participation. Uh, and you know, Lisa, you wanted to go ahead and plug your website real quick. For royalty, y'all. I did. Uh, y'all make sure y'all go check that out. I just started that up. I'm in the works of doing some great things. Just because I'm going to post it again. And y'all go ahead and check it out and hit me up. If y'all like what y'all see, go ahead and hit me up and we can work something out. Or if you want me to help you get a get-together for your mom, your daughter, your son, whatever. I'm going to tell y'all, man, she made, a, she made a picture for my mom for her birthday. My mom stared at that picture for 40 minutes straight. She loved it. She did. She so, did. Uh, y'all, y'all, you know... It, gifts like that mean a lot more than just, mm-hmm. you know, just like buying something from the shop. I want my man Michael People said I stumbled upon y'all and already am a fan. Keep it going. Much appreciated, Much man. Appreciated. All love. All I hear day. you design the stables. Love mm-hmm. you, baby. Yes, indeed, man. We love it. We love y'all, man. Appreciate it. And uh, I, I say it all the time, man. Tell the people you love them and your life tomorrow is not promised. It's all love all day. And, uh, Thanks, all love, man. Appreciate it. Make sure y'all stay royal.